Hello and welcome to another episode of Endurance Minded. It's the podcast that looks at the psychological and emotional components of endurance sports and how they impact performance. I'm your host, Taylor Thomas, founder and coach at TEC. And on this episode, uh, I want to take a moment to talk about um, how and why we should prioritize ourselves. Um, as we uh, as we come up on the holiday season, um, it is something that I see happen so often year after year um, where when things get um, when things get busy um, and this is something that can happen throughout the year uh, certainly as as our you know workload changes as our responsibilities to uh, to our families our jobs um, <clears throat> other ambitions and goals we have um, it can also uh, this um, you know phenomenon happens where uh, when things get busy um, we we put ourselves at the bottom of our own to-do list, um, and specific to our goals as athletes, what happens is uh, as things start to fall away from a consistency perspective, uh, we start to lose uh, our why. Uh, we uh, lose kind of our uh, our center uh, as far as uh, our ability to understand um, how and why we can uh, we should be doing these things, um, how and why we should prioritize ourselves. So. Uh, I want to just outline very quickly some um, some some best practices uh, from a mindset perspective as well as from an execution perspective uh, to to hopefully help um, you guys navigate um, uh, specifically this this time of year. Uh, end of the year um, tends to be a disruptive time of year for a variety of reasons, whether it's um, holidays, you know, family travel, whether weather, uh, depending on what hemisphere you're in. It also uh, tends to be kind of the furthest away from our goals that we are. So, uh, you know, we might not have anything on the calendar for next year. We're feeling a little lost, uh, feeling a little unclear as to um, what we should be doing, why we should be doing it, um, and then uh, how we go about doing it when things get disruptive. So uh, I want to outline how to prioritize uh, ourselves uh, when things get disruptive. Before we get started with this week's episode, I'm so excited to announce that we're welcoming Inside Tracker as our first official sponsor to the podcast. As I've talked about at length on the show, my passion is helping other individuals discover the tools, resources, and relationships they need to reach their full potential. It's about more than just getting fit or being in shape for one race. It's about realizing the value and the lifetime pursuit of dedicating yourself to become the best version of you that you can be. So when you do what you love, whether it's running, riding your bike, racing, or just enjoying the great outdoors, you want to do it for life. That's where Inside Tracker can help. As a lifelong athlete who's done everything under the sun, I've gotten blood work done many, many times over the years, and it's always provided critical information. Even when I was feeling great and training hard, my blood work has uncovered critical deficits such as low vitamin D and elevated iron. So despite how your training is going or how you're feeling, Inside Tracker helps to uncover specific, individual, and actionable insights that allow you to not only perform better, but feel better and be healthier. Inside Tracker was founded in 2009 by leading scientists in aging, genetics, and biometrics. Using their patented algorithm, Inside Tracker analyzes your body's data to provide you with a clear picture of what's going on inside of you and to offer you science-backed recommendations for positive diet and lifestyle changes. 
Then, Inside Tracker tracks your progress every day, every step of the way, towards reaching your performance goals and living a longer, healthier life. So for a limited time, Endurance Minded listeners can get 25% off the entire Inside Tracker store. Just visit info.insidetracker.com slash endurance-minded and enter your name at the bottom of the page to take advantage of your 25% discount. Being an athlete is about more than just completing the right workouts. So visit info.insidetracker.com slash endurance-minded today to start taking a proactive approach to understanding what your body needs to perform better and live longer. So let's dive into ways we can prioritize uh, ourselves. So again, I want to give you guys some practical advice from my experience, both personally as well as professionally, um, and uh, in hopes that you can try to uh, kind of keep your compass, so to speak, pointing north and, uh, and maintain some perspective um, as we move through <clears throat> a, a disruptive time period for, for lots of folks. So first and foremost, and again, uh, I, I want to, um, there'll be some mental, um, uh, some mental takeaways as well as uh, some kind of uh, things that we can do from an execution perspective. So the first place that I think is, uh, the first area that I think is most important uh, to think about uh, is to, uh, is to shift our mindset. Um, so, you know, again, we, when our to-do list adds up, when we get busy, when we're not uh, maybe in our routine, uh, our things are uh, are more disruptive, um, we fall to the bottom uh, of our own to-do list. Uh, and again, specific to our athletic endeavors, that means that uh, we start to <clears throat> lack consistency, we start to lose motivation, we start to lose our drive, we start to lose our reasoning behind why we're showing up and why we're doing uh, what we're doing. So one of the first things I like to keep in mind is that you can't show up as the best version of yourself if you don't show up for yourself. So what I mean by that is if if it's uh, if our responsibility uh, is to show up uh, for our uh, for our job, show up for our family, again, specific to the holidays, maybe that's an extended family, maybe we're inviting people into our homes. Um, we can't be what we need to be in those different capacities if we're not showing up for ourselves. Um, so again, my little mantra or motto is you can't show up as the best version of yourself if you don't show up for yourself. And again, listeners of this show certainly will, uh, will realize a, a recurring theme for me, which is the value of our athletic pursuits, the value of consistent dedication to movement, um, far outreaches um, uh, fitness, right? So fitness is a byproduct of our consistent uh, dedication to ourselves, uh, to consistent application of, uh, of our focus and our goals as athletes. And so I think that when we continue to show up for ourselves, that makes us better in all areas of our lives, specifically when we show up for ourselves um, from an exercise perspective. When we, uh, when we don't get bogged down, we're able to maintain consistency. When we keep that consistent application, we are um, 
as a as a byproduct of that able to to show up in other areas of our lives and that's something that that I've seen play out so many times in my own life and in my career and it's something that I I believe very strongly and so again you know using athleticism using our uh, our dedication as athletes as a lens through which we can understand how to be the best versions of ourselves in all areas of our lives and it starts with making sure we prioritize ourselves. We have to make time um, for this thing that matters, uh, which again is, um, you know, we can call it training, we could call it movement, we can call it exercise. I'll talk a little bit more about the nuance there here in a second. But first, first thing to, I think, wrap our minds around is that it is important. Uh, it's not something that falls or should fall to the bottom of the list because in order for us to be the best versions of ourselves in these other capacities, um, we have to be uh, the best version of ourselves. We have to show up as, um, you know, kind of the fullest expression of uh, of ourself. <clears throat> so, next, and this is more of a practical one or an execution-based uh, uh, guidance, is to mix it up. Um, so, one of the things that I see. Uh, and I hear from athletes, again, <clears throat> throughout the year, but specific to this more disruptive time period at the end of the, at the, end of the season or end of the year, is that <clears throat> it, it, is, it becomes harder and harder, again, due to any number of external scenarios. It becomes harder and harder to keep the schedule that we, um, that we might be used to. Um, so you know, maybe September, October, whatever it is, early fall, we had, um, we find ourselves in a rhythm. Uh, so that might look any number of ways uh, in terms of how we move through our weeks from, uh, from an exercise perspective. Maybe that's, you know, something like from a frequency um, perspective, it's, you know, a couple of strength training sessions, uh, a couple of workouts in our primary discipline, um, maybe some endurance work, right? So we start to our weeks take a certain shape and we're able to maintain that. Uh, typically we found our rhythm. Well, uh, or at least that's the goal. We I'll back up to say, or at least emphasize that, that finding that rhythm that works for us uh, or works for each individual is and should be the goal. So <clears throat> here we are um, in this time of year and maybe that, that rhythm, that frequency uh, is being disrupted. Uh, it is, it is hard to, maintain um the the training schedule the 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 workflow um that we're used to because of all these things are happening people are staying at our house uh, our work hours are different uh we're traveling we're you know whatever it is holiday parties all these types of things um so I give just don't be afraid to to mix it up so again making consistent movement your priority versus having some preconception about what this time period should look and feel like. Um, so, you know, going for walks, um, you know, maybe you were able to get in the gym more consistently and now that just is uh, is a strain on your time. Fine. Body weight workouts, right? Push-ups, sit-ups, pull-ups. Condense it down or think about ways where you can keep that consistency maintained, but give yourself the opportunity to mix to mix it up. Um, you know, maybe that is, um, you know, it was, it was specific workouts, uh, relevant to your primary discipline. 
and you know maybe you just don't have access to that stuff if you're traveling and you know you're a cyclist maybe you um you don't have access to some, something like an indoor trainer that has typically been uh, an easy way for you to execute workouts that's fine you know switch it up again walks um some sort of you know mobility work strength and conditioning things you can do uh, anywhere anytime that still keep that consistency and that solid touch point as the primary focus. That's what will derail us is when we lose that that consistent touch point. It doesn't necessarily matter what that what that movement entails. It's that we need to keep that top of mind. And again, overarchingly, the 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 value there is that we continue to prioritize ourselves. That making that time um, instills in us that that time is important and that we are important um, to uh, to be making that time for. So next is um, don't make fitness the only focus. I've talked about this before and I, there's, there's a lot of directions to, to go with this. One is that fitness should ebb and flow. I've talked about that before and, and guests I've had on the show have talked about uh, this, that, you know, continuing to to increase our fitness week over week, month over month, year over year is not the goal. That's not the way the body works. Um, with that in mind, um, it is important to understand when those seasons should happen or, or can happen. When, when do we allow fitness to become a, you know, secondary or tertiary goal and then for our our focus to shift uh, in in other directions. So the reason that this is important, again, this is execution wise because this is going to impact your your workouts or your training. But but probably more importantly, um, it this is a, a a mental mindset shift. Whereas I've I, I've I've talked to to athletes, uh, you know, every year where they're, you know it goes something like, well, if I can't do you know, this specific workout, again, maybe that was, you know, a, a treadmill or a trainer workout that, you know, you have easy access to or something like that. You're like, well, if I can't do that, you know, this specific workout, um, then it must not be worth it, right? If I can't execute uh, in these specific areas, then then I must not be, if I'm not, if, if I'm not gaining fitness, then what's the point? Um, and again, that shift where we want to make sure that that consistent application is what we focus on. Um, there's certainly a time and a place where we would need to get back to uh, or make sure that we begin to integrate um, discipline-specific workouts in proximity to our goals. But for short short periods of time, um, it's not a big deal if we're not able to do you know that fartlek workout or that interval session on the bike or you know uh, a, a periodized progressive strength program in the gym because we don't have access to those things. So if we come off of this fitness idea or, or, or mentality that each workout has to build fitness, that's going to free up a lot of space mentally and physically to allow us to, like I said, in the second point to mix it up, right? And say, okay, well, um, that's okay. That's not realistic right now. My expectations should be, should be different. Um, so what does that look like? And then we can start to explore these other avenues that allow for more flexibility. Um, and we start to check those boxes versus we start to get into, 
Uh, and this has certainly happened to me. And I think it's probably happened to every athlete that I've ever talked to is we can get into a little bit of these, you know, it's a negative feedback loop or kind of like a death spiral where, you know, you miss one workout and you get into that negative self-talk and then it's easier to miss another workout. And, and what probably is more important is that we want to make sure those workouts are realistic, right? So just because it's on the schedule doesn't mean that's the best, that's the best call. Um, so what, how do we, how do we set ourselves up for success? Um, and again, how do we make sure that that consistency, um, is the primary focus and that keeps us out of that, that death spiral, right? Um, it's certainly, you know, the adage, um, you know, a body in motion wants to remain in motion, a body at rest and so on. So how do we, how do we, how do we keep that motion, uh, consistent? Um, next is cut yourself some slack. Um, you know, I'm a big proponent of, uh, of, of, of grace, giving ourselves some or allowing the opportunity for us to, um, to have some grace when it comes to, um, to our pursuits as athletes, right? We can be very hard on ourselves. And, and, and that's one of the things, you know, that dedication, that drive, um, is one of the, the amazing things about, uh, about being an athlete or being able to see the world, uh, through, uh, this specific lens. But, can certainly be detrimental when things get disruptive um, or or get disrupted. Um, so so just try to lead with um, an idea or a mindset where we're going to give ourselves a little break. Uh, we're going to say, hey, you know, things might not look and feel um, the same way that they did. They might look and feel different for a little while, and that's okay. Um, maybe we would like to be, uh, doing specific workouts, or we would like to, um, have again, access to our gym or, or we would like to have the space and time to dedicate, um, ourselves to, to these endeavors more, right? Maybe it's just people, uh, are in our house and it's hard to carve out that time, right? When you get up in the morning, people are there. You try to go to bed at night, uh, or carve out some space for yourself at night. People uh, are there. Um, I've, I've certainly seen and heard, you know, that happen a lot and, and, and that's okay. So cut yourself some slack. And then when you do that, think about, or try to set yourself up for success. So, you know, okay, usually you have, you know, you exercise five to six times a week, say, um, it, maybe that just isn't going to happen, right? You got a lot going on. Um, so what is realistic? Is it two to three times a week? Um, is it again frequency and um, and what it actually is? Um, so again, instead of saying, "Well, you know, I can't," it's, it's not going to be. Uh, I'm not going to be able to hit my you know five workout a week frequency that I'm used to, and I'm also not going to be able to have access to you know my bike or my gym equipment or whatever. And instead of letting that drag you down, cut yourself some slack and say, "Okay." Well, you know, I can, uh, based on my schedule, um, I can get up and I can go for a walk this morning, um, or I can, you know, try to get in, you know, 50 pushups throughout the day, or, you know, set yourself up for relatively small wins that will add up to, to long-term success because those wins will be, um, They'll, they'll, they're cumulative uh, and they'll add up, you know, again. So it's the difference between 
letting ourselves get drugged down by the fact that we can't um, do the things uh, that we like in a way that we're used to and having that positive touch point where we continue to put ourselves um, in a place where we're the priority. Um, so I, I'm a, I can't stress this enough just to take it easy on yourself. And, you know, and typically it's, it's not that long of a time, you know, two, three weeks, maybe it's a week, few days. It, it's in the scheme of things that how we navigate these time periods mentally, um, probably ends up mattering more than the physical component. If we've lost any fitness, that's okay if we come out the other side of it feeling positive, right? Because the blowback from missing workouts and feeling like we're always, you know, chasing our tail and, and not quite living up to our expectations, if those expectations aren't set uh, appropriately or accordingly, uh, can have far-reaching impact over and above any moderate uh, or minuscule fitness uh, that we've lost. So cut yourself some slack. Um, lastly, um, do the small things really well. So, you know, small things in quotations, but what are those? Well, it's all the things that we might not typically, um, make time for. So one of the things that we can do is we can shift our focus to say, okay, well, if I can't, you know, if I can't get in 10 hours of training this week or, or five hours or whatever it is, um, what can I do? Well, there's any number of things. Um, Self-care. Some of that's what we're talking about right now. That's the mental kind of attitude component. How do we treat ourselves? Are we giving ourselves, you know, the appropriate amount of grace and space to navigate this time period in a way that's that's appropriate and, and sets us up for success? That's self-care right there is just, you know, again, cutting ourselves some slack and the topic of this entire talk, prioritizing ourselves. That's a form of self-care. Uh, putting ourselves first uh, in a way that allows us to show up in the best version of ourselves uh, of ourselves for those around us. So that's, you know, this entire practice is self-care. Um, certainly uh, nutrition, right? This is an area where we, we can uh, classically get bogged down this time of year, um, you know, due to the, just the opportunities around us to maybe, uh, eat foods that don't align with our goals. Um, you know, again, cut yourself some slack. It's okay. Um, you know, a candy bar is not going to make uh, any difference or not going to, you know, drag you down, but try to think about how you can set yourself up for success in that space. Can you still, you know, uh, make yourself a smoothie in the morning? Can you still, Continue to keep your, you know, vitamin or supplement regimen consistent. Um, little things. It doesn't have to be world, you know, doesn't have to 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 rock the world or or be game changing. But small areas where you can uh, you can find success. Sleep. You know, typically this is time of year we um, we get run down. Right, we're we're traveling, we're chasing, uh, you know, family all around. This, that, and the other. Try to prioritize sleep and rest, and maybe. Maybe this is a time of year where, um, you know, we actually set that as the goal. I've certainly done that with plenty of athletes. I honestly tend to do that with myself and say, okay, well, you know, um, I burn the candle at both ends a lot. Maybe this time is for rest, right? Maybe we pull back and actually, instead of getting up early for that workout, we actually allow ourselves the opportunity to rest and recover. 
um, that is critical. We need those time periods. And that's just as important uh, a part of, of training and our goals and our long-term success and sustainability as, uh, as anything else. Um, things like mobility, um, activation work, stretching uh, as kind of a catch-all phrase. But, you know, do we need to, is it a good time just to tap into to how, you know, how we feel? Are we feeling worn down? Are things feeling tight? Um, you know, 10 to 15 minutes of uh, mobility and activation work goes a long way. Maybe that's easier to get in uh, or find time for than, you know, an hour workout uh, or even an hour long walk. So, you know, now's it's a good time. Again, when we make that mental shift, it's a good time to shift um, to the things that we're giving weight and priority to. And these quote unquote small things can be, um, you know, kind of low hanging fruit that can allow us to set ourselves up for success, can allow us to have those small wins and also make a huge difference. You know, when we come back to, if we, if we focus on some of these, you know, things like rest, um, you know, proper recovery, uh, mobility work, making sure we feel good in our bodies. When we come back to a training frequency um, and a training load that we uh, are, are used to or, you know, we're accustomed to, um, we're going to feel a lot better. Uh, and that's going to be, that's going to be a win, right? If we dive right back in, um, you know, I've seen this happen a lot of times. It's, you know, we, we, we push real hard. Consistency stays uh, good. You know, training is good through through these you know the holidays or these more disruptive time periods, and that's great. But if we wore ourselves too thin, then we get back to training frequency and training load that we're striving for. You know, you feel worn down. So again, maybe uh, a good use of time is to shift how we're thinking about it and say, okay, well, this is this is recovery, right? This is rest. This is uh, this is um, mobility. This is you know these things that maybe I haven't carved out, um, you know, for myself or as well as I would have liked. Um, cause we have to make trade-offs and that's fine. Um, so again, these small things can be a good way to, to, to lean into a, a consistent touch point where we're prioritizing ourselves, but it looks and feels different. Um, and maybe it's a time period where we're able to give these things enough time to actually kind of take hold. Right. So a lot of times, We'll use mobility, for instance, uh, or, or as an example, you know, we'll kind of pop in and out of it during our training. Uh, we do it once, you know, a week and then some time passes and then we'll do it again randomly. And, you know, but if we stick to a consistent practice, um, that's actually going to allow it to to be much more impactful. And so time periods like this can be um, a really good chance to, to do that. So um, just to recap. Uh, again, the goal is to, uh, give you guys some practical things that you can do right now, um, to, um, to help make this time period and ultimately these time periods, cause they do, they do happen throughout the year, um, feel more productive. And again, overarchingly, um, allow you to prioritize yourself, both both to physically do that. So to, to actually make that time, but more importantly, to mentally do that, to not feel the guilt and the weight that often comes when we push ourselves back up to the top of our to-do list, when we prioritize, um, 
ourself. It's not, it's not selfish. It's necessary, right? Again, if we want to show up um, for those around us and other areas of our life where we're looking to be uh, high performers, uh, this has to be, uh, in my opinion, uh, a consistent touch point. We have to carve out time uh, for ourselves and we have to prioritize that time. So um, real quick uh, recap. First, again, my mantra, um, you can't show up as the best version of yourself if you don't show up for yourself. So again, make sure that uh, you value and prioritize yourself in that time um, and see and, and, and watch how that plays out uh, in other areas of your life when you, when you do that. Next is to mix it up. So make consistent movement the priority. Don't get hung up on what it should necessarily look and feel like um, and what workouts you're doing or not doing or what it looked like a few weeks ago or a few months ago. Give yourself the opportunity, the space to mix it up. Um, and make that consistency, um, again, that prior, make prioritizing yourself as the touch point, not necessarily what specific workout or specific training session uh, you're doing. Don't make fitness the only focus. Um, so don't feel like every, um, every bout of exercise, every opportunity for that consistent um, prioritization has to be something that produces fitness. Um, it's the, the, um, the impact of that consistency is, you know, far reaching over and above, um, fitness. So just try to come off of that mindset when it, when the time is right and know that consistency will come uh, or fitness will come through consistency. Um, and, uh, next is to cut yourself some slack. Um, so, you know, things, might look and feel different for a bit, that's okay. Uh, again, consistency, get in the right mindset, understand that prioritizing yourself is important um, and it's necessary. Um, and just know that um, that these time periods can um, can kind of have a life of their own uh, and that's okay, right? It can We can give ourselves a break and uh, cut ourselves some slack and, uh, and do the best that we can. <clears throat> and lastly, uh, do the small things really well. Again, uh, rest, recovery, um, mobility work, nutrition, um, any of these things where they might be a little lower uh, on the priority list or further down the, uh, um, uh, you know, our primary focus. Um, maybe those are the things that get pushed to the top of the list because uh, we can actually give ourselves the opportunity to lean into them. Um, and again, that helps set our set ourselves up for a win um, that helps to uh, solidify um, that that mental uh, self-care mentality where we're doing things for ourselves we're prioritizing uh, ourselves um, so uh, think about what those small things could be and uh, and maybe that becomes the focus you know or, or certainly we mix those things into um, how we're thinking about uh, how we define success during, during these time periods. So uh, I hope that was helpful. Uh, I uh, wish everyone a happy holiday season and uh, look forward to uh, seeing you guys uh, in the new year.